Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Continental Extreme Contact DWS 06+. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Kevin Hart here. This basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back on everything, even the sound system that auto-tunes the game. Curry from way downtown. Defense. Will the owner of a red sedan please visit guest services? Bet you've never heard cash back and sound like that. Cash back like a pro with Chase Freedom Unlimited. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code, a lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant, AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash codeassistant. IBM. Let's create. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. Hello, everybody. Tuesday, November 17th. It's Straight Fire. It's me, Jason McIntyre. Very excited about today's show. We have an amazing guest coming up, Fran Fraschilla. He's an announcer. He's a former coach. He's an NBA draft guru. I love everything about Fran Fraschilla, and we talked extensively about the draft. We did a little James Harden chatter as well, because as you guys know, he's on the trade block, um, demanding out of Houston, and um, stick and stay for that. We will quickly touch on Monday Night Football, then do, oh my gosh, I don't know, five, ten minutes on the craziness that was Monday Night in the NBA Let's start the show with the Chicago Bears, the unwatchable dreck that the Bears produced on Monday Night Football. Holy cow. Nick Foles in the offense was unwatchable. They, they couldn't move the football. They had 149 total yards in the game, 3.0 yards per play against a bottom 10 defense in the Vikings. We're talking about a Vikings secondary that's been, uh, they couldn't stop anybody all season, and the Bears can't even move the football. I mean, the Bears offensive line was in shambles. They don't talk. Foles getting 
destroyed out there, and then he gets wrecked on the final drive. Carted off the field. It looked bad for his shoulder. Tyler Bray came in. I don't know what's up with Mitch Trubisky, um, but if it's the Tyler Bray show, you can't bet on the Chicago Bears. This team is going down fast. They've lost four straight. It was funny when they were 5-1. and one. You know, Rob G., we should run back to when they were, I think they were 4-1 and one or 5-1, and one, whatever the record was, and we were like, who's the most fraudulent 4-1 and one or 5-1 and one team? And it was like, the Chicago Bears for sure. You know, it was very, very obvious that they were headed downhill. They're terrible. And that's all I got to say. They lost me uh, a best bet. They cost me some money. And that's that. Now, let's get to the NBA. And folks, it felt like July 1st on Monday night in the NBA. The trades were coming fast and furious. I'm sitting there trying to talk to my kids. You know, it's their final week of school before Thanksgiving break. And all of a sudden, my phone just starts lighting up. Because, you know, like your friends want to text you, holy cow. And all anybody wanted to talk about was, oh my gosh, look at the NBA. Everybody's on the move. So we'll cover the three big trades and then we'll get to James Harden. Um, I think we'll, we'll do Chris Paul third. He got traded earlier in the day. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Hey, it's Kevin Hart. In this basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back all my game tickets. Plus, tickets for 23 of my biggest fans to cheer me on while I enjoy the game. Find your seats. I appreciate the support, people. Eat that pretzel. This will never get old. Use more napkins. Okay, this is starting to get old. Say the tagline. Cash back like a pro with Chase Freedom Unlimited. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. What if AI could help your business deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your business can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. Let's create AI that transforms your business. Learn more at ibm.com consulting. IBM. Let's create. Father's Day is coming, a day we celebrate the guy who's always there for us to crack a dad joke. Well, you know what's not a dad joke? Getting $50 off the Bartesian Premium Cocktail Maker with the purchase of his favorite cocktail capsule pack. $50 off. No dad joke. See, this is a dad joke. I lost my glasses today, and guess who I bumped into? Everyone. But the Bartesian Cocktail Maker? It's no joke. Each cocktail capsule contains real fruit juices and all-natural bitters, so Dad can make over 60 premium cocktails he loves. Sidecars, old fashions, gimlets, all with the push of a button. So, for the dad who loves a cocktail with friends and a good joke from time to time, get the Bartesian Premium Cocktail Maker. $50 off now until Father's Day. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get 50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. 
This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. So the biggest move of the night belongs to the Milwaukee Bucks. Everybody's going to say today they're the winners. They're going all in for Giannis. And who can blame them? They made a pretty big uh, decision to A, give up a ton of picks, three draft picks, including Eric Bledsoe and George Hill, in exchange for one-time All-Star Drew Holiday. Now, I'm not being negative toward Drew Holiday. That's just a fact. He made one All-Star team. He is an elite guard defender. He's a much better uh, point guard option than Drew Bledsoe. I'm uh, sorry, than Eric Bledsoe. No doubt about that. Nobody would argue that. Uh, obviously, getting Drew Holiday is a big one. And then they compounded matters saying, yo, Giannis, this is where we're at. Forget about depth. Depth doesn't win in the NBA. Stars win in the NBA. And they went out and, and I don't know that I'd call this a heist, but uh, the Sacramento Kings, who have had issues with um, you know, the Buddy Heald situation there. Uh, Buddy Heald, obviously, very unhappy with his minutes in the bubble and um, his playing time. And the reason he was unhappy with it was because of the kid Bogdanovich. Bogdan Bogdanovich had a tremendous run in the second half of the season, got the Kings in the mix for a playoff spot. And they now have decided, all right, well, we're going to keep Buddy Heald because he's chirping. And Bogdanovich, we're probably not going to be able to afford him. You know, he's a uh, 28-year-old kid. You know, this is Serbian who can stroke it. Eh, ha, 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 stroke it. But this guy can play. He is a really, really nice addition. And now, I mean, given what they gave up for him, which is next to nothing. I mean, DiVincenzo, who I like, uh, Ilyasova and DJ Wilson, those other two guys, like, whatever. You know, they weren't doing anything against the Heat. I, I think DiVincenzo is a player that the Kings are going to want to keep. But... The Bucks are now looking at a starting lineup, okay? Giannis, Brooke Lopez, Bogdan Bogdanovich, Chris Middleton, and Drew Holiday. That's a damn good lineup. Is it the best team in the East? I don't know if it will be initially. The talent's there. It's going to take some time for these guys to gel, no doubt. Um, I think the big question is, A... Is this enough to get Giannis to sign the Supermax? And the answer is probably yes. But the problem is, is it going to win a title? And I, we don't know the answer, obviously, but when you look on paper, do they have the advantage over the Celtics? Eh, I think it's close. Uh, you know, if you break down those rosters, who's best? 
probably Giannis, then Tatum. I would probably lean Kemba Walker as the next best player there. Jalen Brown, certainly in the discussion. I don't know how the Celtics stop Giannis. That's been their issue uh, the last couple years. The Miami Heat already proved that they can beat uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. They are a very good team. Let's see what the Heat do here um, in the draft or via trade. And, you know, you got the Brooklyn Nets who are on the cusp of getting James Harden. So as big as this is for the Bucks, I think it's more Giannis. Look, we're going all in. We're doing everything. Remember, remember, we saw LeBron his first tour of duty in Cleveland. LeBron gets him to the finals. You see Orlando Annie up and surround Dwight Howard with players. You see uh, Boston go heavy, get stars. And what did the Cavs front office do? They got Antoine Jameson. They got old Shaq. You know, they made okay moves, but it wasn't enough. Is this enough? Ultimately, my guess is Giannis signs the Supermax. And if you had to ask me right now, I don't think Budenholzer can take this team to winning a title. Can they get to the finals? Sure, they can get to the finals. I, I do think Budenholzer is going to be in trouble against Spolstra, as he was last year, against Brad Stevens. Um, you know, we'll see Steve Nash, first-time head coach in the NBA, but he's going to have three stars of his own. And if you look at who are the best players on the floor between the Milwaukee Bucks and the Brooklyn Nets, it's going to go... We'll see KD coming off the injury. It's probably going to go Giannis, KD, Harden, Kyrie. I mean, that's just a sick, sick lineup that the Nets can put out there. You can't fault the Bucks. Listen, you got a superstar. You got to keep him happy. I like the moves. I don't think Giannis wins a championship in Milwaukee. Now let's go to the second big trade. And again, I'm saving Chris Paul for third. I think... Bigger than Drew Holiday. And I, again, Drew Holiday ends up getting Giannis to sign the Supermax. I don't think that puts him over the top and makes him the best. I think what the, the biggest move on Monday was a sneaky, quiet one. It was swallowed by the Drew Holiday and the draft swap picks and the Chris Paul. But the Portland Trailblazers get, getting one of the best 3 and D guys out there in Robert Covington is enormous. Such a massive win for Portland. Okay, this is a Portland team that they won game one against the Lakers in the playoffs. They have a top six player, top seven player in the league in Damian Lillard. C.J. McCollum, we know he's great. Nurkic had the injury last year, basically missed the entire season. I like Gary Trent as a, as a complimentary player off the bench. We know they're going to lose Carmelo Anthony. Not a huge loss there. I mean, Robert Covington slides in. He becomes your wing defender that they have not had. I'm telling you, man, remember, Portland two years ago went to the Western Conference Finals, okay? This is a really, really dangerous team adding Robert Covington. That is the guy they needed. Um, Rob G., who did they give up for Covington? They gave up Trevor Ariza's contract. Notice I didn't say Trevor Ariza the player because there's right. no indication they're going to keep him. He's yep. going to get bought out. And two first-round picks. Right. They're not getting – they were not going to get somebody in the first round as good as Covington, the awesome 3 and D guy. You keep Zach Collins, who, again, Zach Collins and Nurkic, really nice. They're going to punt on Whiteside. He's done there. Um, I, I'm telling you right now, I, I, Portland will uh, – write this down, Rob G. Portland, assuming everybody's healthy, will definitely win more games than the Pelicans, will definitely win more games than the Suns. Portland, to me, is a top five seed in the West. And the West is beyond stacked. Any thoughts, Rob G, on 
Robert Covington. I'm sure people are like, Jay, what, what are you doing? Robert Covington, really? You were just knocking Drew Holiday as a one-time All-Star? Covington's never made an All-Star team. But that's the thing. Portland doesn't need an All-Star. They need a 3 and D wing, perfect defender for LeBron James. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if that's supposed to be a hot take that you think that they're going to be a top five seed considering where I was told all postseason that they were the greatest eighth seed in NBA history. <laughs> so I don't know if that's supposed to be shocking. Yeah, they got exactly what they need. Um, I'm assuming they're probably going to bring back Melo to be a stretch four for that team. I, so, you sure he doesn't end up with the Lakers? No, I, don't, I mean, unless... Well, he Kyle, wants a ring at this stage. Unless Kyle Kuzma gets traded, which is looking more and more likely given that oh. he deactivated his Twitter oh, account. It. He's still on the gram. Late He's last night, I could see him being dealt. But no, I, I mean, they're going to try to outscore teams, and that's great. I think they are a fun team to watch, and Damian Lillard is really good. And yeah, they're <clears throat> upper half of the Western Conference team. That's fine. All right, let's now get to the third trade, which, you know, this one, I just don't know what to make of it. Chris Paul going to Phoenix in, you know, a a, a time when the Suns are desperate to get to the playoffs. I think it's been a decade drought. The, The Suns give up everybody and their mom in exchange for Chris Paul. So you're now looking at Chris Paul, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, as your kind of core three, which is really nice. Uh, I don't, Rob G, again, does this make the, the Phoenix Suns a top six team in the West? Let me just put this out there. We know the Lakers are there. We know the Clippers are there. Uh, I believe the Warriors are 100% going to be there. Uh, some people are less warm on them. Portland, Denver was just went to the conference finals. Uh, the Utah Jazz should be healthy. I do think Gobert sticks around. They're really, really good. Uh, the Dallas Mavericks with Luka Doncic and presumably a healthy Porzingis. I, 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 where, where do the Suns fit in there? Uh, they don't. I mean, that was <laughs> of all the trades that that happened and and the ones that may happen involved, like James Harden. The one that I had the hottest take on was this one, and that's because I don't understand what the hell the Phoenix Suns are doing with this trade. You don't need to pay a guy. Two years, what is it, $85 million, whatever's left on his contract for Chris Paul? Yeah. To maybe, maybe make the playoffs and get swept in the first round. Like, what are you doing? You could have done that with uh, Eric Bledsoe and George Hill if you really wanted to make a move like that. Like, I don't understand what Phoenix, what their yeah. motivation is to get to the playoffs. They think, hey, if we make the playoffs the next two years with Chris Paul and we win a total of two games you know, in the two years that suddenly Devin Booker is going to want to stay with us. Like, that doesn't work like that. Yeah. that. That was just a terrible decision by a team that I'm not really surprised because they are a terribly run franchise. Yeah, their front office that. sucks. Um, I was told uh, James Jones, this was by somebody who's, you know, close with some people out here in L.A. James Jones had went to Europe to scout Luka Doncic, came back from, like, the Final Four or whatever it was where Luka was playing, and was like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. We don't, we don't want him, you know? And they, they punted on him. They, they went DeAndre Aiden. But um, I think what they did, you know, we talk about the gambling markets, Rob G, buy low, sell high. That's ideally what you want to do. Um, unfortunately, they bought Chris Paul high. They saw, wow, he was healthy at 35. He, he, he really helped OKC. They, they nearly won out of the first round of the playoffs. Like, everybody got better. Okay, I get that. Um, there was like a four or five-month layoff. So, yeah, he was healthy. This idea that 35-year-old Chris Paul is going to stay healthy next year because he's a vegan now, you know? I mean, like, eh. Listen, I like Devin Booker a lot. Shout out to Kendall Jenner. 
uh, frequent listener to the podcast, obviously. Uh, deep book, doing work. I like Mikel Bridges. I just, I don't know if the Phoenix Suns suddenly are like a top six. I, again, I don't. they're not even a lock for the playoffs. And if Chris Paul goes down, holy hell. Now, I want to quickly go back before we get to James Harden. You know, there's a lot is being made, Rob G, of like, oh, James Harden's demanding a trade. That That's... Yeah, there's too much power in this league for the players. Like they got, we got to stop this. It, it, it's just wrong. Okay. Well, I was reading about Ricky Rubio. Right, son signed him to a big deal. He buys a house in Phoenix. He's loving life, and Phoenix just said, "We're trading you to Houston." Like that's life in the NBA. You you got traded. Like this happens to a lot of guys. I, I talk a lot about Danny Green. Lives right around the corner from me, and. He did not buy the house. He was renting a baller house that's really sweet. Um, But that guy was in Toronto. He signs with the Lakers. He wins a ring with Toronto, wins a ring with the Lakers. And now, adios. We are sending you to OKC. Enjoy the Applebee's and the Haunted Hotel or whatever that thing is in in OKC. Like, this is life. I mean, Danny Green was just living the dream out here in L.A. Okay? He's got to go to OKC here when he's, what, 35 years old. Like, these are the breaks. You know, the teams can kind of push around non-superstars and the stars get to call the shots. And I got no problem with James Harden saying, yo, I'm out, trade me. Apparently the story is he was, I think we touched on this on Monday's show, Rob G. Harden was working out out here, hanging out with Kevin Durant. Um, Apparently Kyrie Irving was involved as well. And he just came away from hanging out with them. It's like, yo, I got to get there. So he apparently rejected becoming the chance to be the first $50 million a year player of the NBA. They offered him extensions. He's like, nah, I'm good. Just just trade me. Um, and he's got two years left on his deal and a third year for the player option. And listen, we've seen this before. Kyrie Irving had two years left on his deal. Went to the Cavs after winning a title. And said, yo, I'm out. Trade me. And they were like, no. And he's like, okay, fine. I'm going to get surgery and I'm going to fake an injury or whatever went down. And they were like, okay, fine, fine. We'll trade you. Paul George. Just signed. He, he was smoking the uh, cigar. I just signed it. I'm staying in OKC. Remember that? On the Graham Rob G? He, he's showing the cigar, him and Russell Westbrook, their boys. A year later, two years left on his deal. Peace. Now, he didn't object to that because Kawhi called him. But this is just what happens in the NBA. Guys demand trades. Harden wants out. He's probably going to get to the Nets. I would say that Rob G's probably right. Sixers make a run at him. I don't know that it happens. Um, and then I... I I just have to wonder if Miami is a sneaky team out there wanting to say, we're not trading Bam. Uh, You can't get Jimmy Butler. And they put Tyler Hero in a deal. And Duncan Robinson in picks or whatever. And they bring Harden to South Beach. Harden, Butler, and Bam. You get your alpha with Butler. Uh, I'm curious how Butler and Harden would work. I, I wouldn't rule out Miami. Uh, Rob G, any thoughts on the Harden sitch? Well, first, I mean, I know we're, we're, I know we said we're not getting into Harden right now, but I guess it's all kind of bleeding together. Anyways. Yeah, yeah, it has to. Yeah. With James Harden, and th- this is my whole thing. I've, I've read this in the Houston Chronicle. Um, part of the quote was in the article about the James Harden situation was, Harden indicated he has no interest in going elsewhere other than Brooklyn and believes the Rockets should make the best deal with the Nets that they can, even if they do not consider it to be satisfactory. <laughs> Now, I know that you're big on player empowerment and letting these guys dictate their future, and that's great. But you know what you do if you're someone who doesn't like that and you're an NBA roster is you say, F you, James Harden. We're not going to send you. 
where you want to go. You know, when Ky you brought up Kyrie Irving, Kyrie got dealt with two years left on his deal. Boston was not on his list of preferred destinations that he wanted to go to. And, and Cleveland said, you know what? Sorry, we're just going to send you wherever sent us the best offer. And right now, based on what we know is currently available from Brooklyn, which is some combination of Spencer Dinwiddie, Karis LeVert, uh, Jarrett Allen, and Picks, I can think of at least four different teams at the top of my head who can offer better deals than that. So yeah. if, if I'm Houston, why in the hell would I send James Harden where he wants to go, number one, when for number two, the whole reason we're in this situation to begin with, where we have to uh, just take on uh, or send out Robert Covington for nothing so we can buy out Trevor Reese's contract and likely have to send out Russell Westbrook to recoup some of the picks that we had to give up to get Russell Westbrook is because of James Harden. So they don't owe him anything. They can decide, you know what, we're going to send you to Charlotte just, just to piss you off because I don't like the way you handled yourself on the way out the door. We're going to send you uh, to Toronto. Enjoy the cold weather. Like, no, it doesn't. So here, yeah, like here's that. my thing. Those, those teams know that he don't want to play there and but they're renting not, it for two not, years. Are you giving bad. up it's three years? I know, but are you giving up three or four first round picks for a guy who's going to be there for two years? Sure. You would if you're Charlotte? What, what, what did uh, Boston give up for Kyrie Irving? So why would you take an inferior deal from Brooklyn just because he wants to go to Brooklyn. If James Harden is really going to walk away from a, a, a deal in, in two or three years, then fine. But as we learn in this NBA, when year to year things can change, nobody expected Brooklyn Nets to all of a sudden become this powerhouse up until yeah. last summer. Nobody expected the Lakers to be head and shoulders, the best team in the NBA two years ago when they were winning 22 games. Yeah. So for you to try to plan out three years in advance that maybe he might leave, maybe he'll stay, I don't know, that's irrelevant. What you're worried about is if you have any chance and you think James Harden is going to make you a championship team, then you make the deal. Yeah. Period. All right, so here's, here, here's what Boston gave up for Kyrie. They gave up Isaiah Thomas, who was coming off that injury, damaged goods, Jay Crowder, Ante Zizic, and uh, the 2018 unprotected first-round pick from Brooklyn that was huge. Of course, that was the year Brooklyn with the coach uh, that Kyrie had fired. I'm spacing on his name right now. Um, Kyrie Kenny had the guy Atkinson. fired. Yes, Kenny Atkinson. Thank you. Um, he had the Nets playing above their heads. They were really good. And it the, the Bulls ended up with, uh, I'm sorry, the Cavs ended up with the eighth pick. It was Colin Sexton, the point guard from Alabama, who's like, you know, what, whatever. I mean, you do that for Kyrie Irving in a heartbeat. Kyrie didn't work out. Um, it was a good shot by Danny Ainge. And uh, it just it didn't really work out for either team. I don't know that Colin Sexton is considered a corner piece for the Cavs. But I just, if you're Jordan, do you want to bring James Harden to town? He's going to be unhappy and sullen. Maybe he fakes an injury and says, no, I'm I mean, having that surgery. Was just, that was just an example. I, like I said, I think when this all shakes out, he's going to end up in Philadelphia. Because I think Daryl Morey is going to part with one of his two stars and Peter Simmons, both of which are ten times better than anything that you can get out of Brooklyn. So, you you make that that swap, and and that's the end of it. Yeah. All right. Well, listen. NBA got wild on Monday night. It may get wilder here with James Harden. But coming up next, we have an outstanding interview with Fran Fraschilla. Before we turn it over to Fran, remember subscribe, rate, and review. And this is the week we're giving out. 100 bucks to three lucky listeners who go and leave a great five-star review. Funny, witty, anybody has a shot 
at the $100. Rob G will pick the three best. Remember, we're getting that. Hopefully, you guys can get, a, get that in by Wednesday, Thursday. And um, now let's turn it over to Fran Frischilla. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Hey, it's Kevin Hart. In this basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back all my game tickets. Plus, tickets for 23 of my biggest fans to cheer me on while I enjoy the game. Find your seat. I appreciate the support, people. Eat that pretzel. This'll never get old. Use more napkins. Okay, this is starting to get old. Save the tagline. Cash back like a pro with Chase Freedom Unlimited. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code, a lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant, AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash code assistant. IBM. Let's create. Dad deserves something really nice for Father's Day. But let's face it, we usually don't do it. Big gifts are for Mother's Day. Picking something up on the way is for Father's Day. Well, let's make Father's Day something this year with the Bartesian Cocktail Maker. It whips up over 60 premium cocktails on demand, each ready at the push of a button. And right now, you get $50 off the Bartesian Cocktail Maker when you buy one pack of Dad's favorite cocktail capsules. Dad will publicly love that you saved 50 on the countertop machine that crafts premium cocktails on demand. And he'll secretly love that you splurged on him for Father's Day with the gift of a Bartesian. Because the only thing that lets Dad know he's the world's number one dad better than a world's number one dad coffee mug is an artisan cocktail in his hand. Make dad's Father's Day and Father's Day cocktails with all natural juices and bitters without making any mess at all. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get $50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps. In the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. You know a guy. 
Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy who does. Let's just say I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. All right, let's welcome in one of the foremost NBA minds that I know. He covers college basketball. Don't laugh, Fran. Okay, you know so much about basketball. It's tremendous. Coach, analyst, announcer. He's done it all. He's doing 18 hours of NBA draft coverage on Sirius this week. Fran Fraschilla. Fran, how are you? Jason, I'm great, man. I've never worked a freaking day in my life, you know. (laughs) <laughs> 23 years as a coach, the last 18 or 19 as a broadcaster. So that's why I laughed because um, I, I live in the playground of life. And, um, you know, I have, a, I have a lot of knowledge about a subject that not a lot of people uh, around the world care about. You know, we're worried about finding a vaccine for the virus. <laughs> and yet I happen to use an orange basketball to have made my living for a long time. It's cool. I, I love it. And you're, both your kids are uh, like on, in some level coaching or uh, involved in the NBA or college basketball, right? Yeah. Uh, James is in Orlando with the Magic uh, uh, in the, on the video staff. And then my son, Matt, uh, who played for Tommy Amaker at Harvard, I thought he'd be at Wall Street by now, but that... <laughs> That clown decided he wanted to go to get into coaching and he got his MBA from Villanova and he's with Jay Wright. And, uh, you know, both of those guys, I'm sure the last name had something to do with it, but 99% of it is the fact that those two guys are grinders yeah. and they wanted to be around a game that, that they grew up loving. And uh, I'm proud of both of them because I had nothing to do with either guy being where they are. Yeah, well, speaking of grinders, you're you're the guy. I mean, I, I've always loved and respected your stuff, and you know, we've known each other for a little while. Yeah. Um, and and I felt like with the draft this week, it's one of those weird drafts, Fran. Yeah. Because you know, it's it's been so analyzed given the truncated college basketball season, the NBA bubble. We're now what five months later than the draft normally happens. Yeah. How do you overall handicap this draft when you look at it? I think it's a good draft. I, I do. I, I think it's a smoke and mirrors draft. I think uh, I, because of the length of time that people have had to over overanalyze. Okay. And we say people, we're talking people outside of the actual 30 teams mm-hmm. and a, any of us who's got a podcast, who's got a blog, who's on radio, TV, we, and, and who love the game like you and I do, we've all overanalyzed this. And I think this year it's a year where I'm not crazy about the top of the draft. I think there's some guys that could actually be busts. At the same time, I call it a smoke and mirrors draft. There are kids that are going to be taken. Uh, well, I'll put it this way. There are kids that are in mock drafts in the 30s, 20s, teens that I think NBA teams have pegged even higher than that. Mm. And I think, like, you know, it's funny. Um, I say this humbly, but if I tweet out something about Jalen Smith in February, mm. sometimes he moves up like 10 spots in somebody's mock draft, <laughs> you know? And, and part of it is because I've, I've spent my whole life studying basketball. I use my eyes. I'm not always right. I'm probably right 25% of the time, like, like most people who evaluate these kids do. But yeah, I think there's kids in this draft. I mean, all of a sudden you figured out that Sadiq Bay can play. It took you a whole <laughs> season. You know what I mean? Like I was screaming about Eric Pascal last year and yeah. Jalen Brunson the year before. Um, Isaiah Stewart. Now here's a guy, okay, that it, when he was told he was not, when he was told that Zeke Najali was the Pac-12 a freshman of the year, uh, the next game was in the Pac-12 tournament, and Isaiah went out and got 29 and 14, okay? <laughs> and, and, and he knows Onyeka Okongwu, who he sort of dominated this year in the Pac-12, who I like. I think Onyeka is going to be a fine player. But all of a sudden, you got Isaiah Stewart in the, t- in the 30s, and, oh, by the way, 
They just measured him. He's got a seven five wingspan. Wow. And remember, he was a top five high school player. So yeah. my point is, like, let's not overanalyze this. Some of these guys have been hiding right in front of us the whole time. So where are you on Stewart? Because the NBA's kind of pivoted away from bigs at the top of the draft. We've seen some of the bigs struggle uh, with the learning curve. Obviously, Bam Adebayo is not one of them. Yeah. I, I do a mock draft for Fox Sports. I, I didn't have Stewart in the first round. Uh, it I seems know. like I'm glaring omission. Are we talking, is, is he a fringe lottery guy, 20s? I, I, I'm here. I'm telling you, I'm hearing that he's going to end end up going. I'll tell, you where, I'll tell you where he should go, which is perfect. And you'll laugh when I tell you. He's a Miami Heat guy. Oh. <laughs> At 20. I mean, he's a Miami Heat guy. I mean, he's a, first of all, um, he's a great kid, chip on his shoulder. He's always been, along with Wiseman and, and maybe Vernon Carey, they were the three dominant high school big men forever, right? And, and people liked each of them a little bit more than one of the others. Well, Isaiah Stewart didn't get worse. He just played on a bad team this year. Yeah. And, and, and now he's undersized at 6'9", but the 7'5 wingspan, high motor, He's, he's showing an ability in these workouts to knock down perimeter shots, which is likely not his role early. Okay, mm-hmm. as a but same thing with Bam. First couple years in Miami, what did he do? Rebounded, set screens, guarded on the perimeter, ran the floor. Uh, so anyway, I, I'm an Isaiah Stewart fan. Count me in. Uh, I think he goes in the top 20 picks. All right, where are you on Wiseman versus Okongwu? For, for, for me, just personally, and again, yeah. you've analyzed much deeper. Yeah. I have questions about Wiseman, um, but again, the body of work, three college basketball right, games, right. you know, what, what's a seven footer going to do in AAU? He's just going to dunk on everybody. Yeah. I, I don't know. What do you think about Wiseman? Well, listen, I, I always respect your opinion, which is why I like these conversations. Um, had he played instead of 69 minutes, 369 minutes this past year, I think he would be consensus number one pick in this draft. In fact, I still think Minnesota, who is not sure what to do, trust me. Yeah. They're trying to trade the pick. They're, they're, they're worried about Anthony Edwards uh, being mature enough to step in. James Wiseman, to me, at seven foot one, Jason, is a freak of nature. Seven five wingspan, moves his feet, runs the floor. If, if Golden State cannot trade for a gold mine of assets, he, he should thank his lucky stars if the Warriors take him because he will play with three Hall of yeah. Famers. He, he runs, he jumps, he catches lobs, which, by the way, he's a supersized version of JaVale McGee then in Golden State. And he's a great kid. And the only thing we don't know about him is we knew how good he was coming into college. I watched him at the Nike Hoop Summit. But we're all guessing because we only had three games in 69 minutes. The guy I remember, man, I said this at the Nike Hoop Summit. I could be wrong. Um, he reminded me of David Robinson. Ooh. He reminded me of a young David Robinson, seven foot one left-hander, runs like a deer. Not the David Robinson we remember at the end of 15 years, right, but the, right, right. I'm old enough to remember the young David Robinson at Navy. Navy Coats yeah, against yeah. him. Coats against him. Wow. But, yeah. So anyway, um, I love a Kong Wu, but I just think James Wiseman, there's something there that he could be an elite NBA player for a long time. Carl Anthony Towns gives the vibe that he's like, I want to be Anthony Davis. I don't want to be center. Yeah. And so I'm assuming Wiseman works next to Cat. Well, here's what I think. Um, if you remember for about a half a season, Cousins and Davis worked pretty well. Yeah. The two bigs. Okay. Now the injuries and everything. You have to be if – I'm, if I'm Gerson Rosas and I'm not sure about LaMelo Ball, and I'll get into LaMelo in a second. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, but if, if I'm not sure about Anthony Edwards and LaMelo Ball, 
I'm taking James Wiseman with the idea that I've got two cornerstones in Russell and Towns. Cat likes to play on the perimeter as much as he likes to post. Um, James can guard uh, smaller guys because of his athleticism. I roll the dice there because if they don't win in the next two years, Cat's going to want out anyway. Yeah, that's you know, a great point. And it's just how it is. And, you know, what people don't understand about the superstars in the league is they're business partners with the owners. Like if LeBron says we want it, we want uh, Rajon Rondo, that's what he's going to get, you know? And, and, it, and so if Cat in two years says I'm out, they'll trade him and they'll try to pick up more assets. That's why I take Wiseman if I'm Minnesota. I don't think they will. I think they'll take Anthony Edwards, hmm. who is the, one of the youngest players in the draft, and he does fit positionally at the two spot with D'Angelo, with the big fella up front. So that makes sense. But uh, Tommy Crean and I are very close. Yes. Um, I know what D'Angelo's about. He's a linebacker playing guard, which is good. He's an elite athlete. Um, just the, the physical and mental maturity mm. of an 18 or – he's only 19. He just turned 19 in August. So that's the one thing I worry about with Anthony is, is he, he going to figure it out in time? I mean, you're you're basically giving up on defense in the backcourt, though, with Edwards and Russell, right? I, I mean, we, think, we know Edwards, great athlete, but yeah, he, I don't want to say allergic to defense, but he didn't seem to play a lot last year. Well, he's not as allergic as as Lamelo is, right? Right. But <laughs> but I do think that you know I saw him have a block shot in uh, in Maui that just took oh, a breath yeah. away. The block shot, and then you know that second half, he was phenomenal. But yeah, I mean, listen, I say this about all young players. I, I get it. Patrick Williams is a great defender. Okoro's a great – this guy. No, eight of the ten guys going in the, in the first ten picks cannot play NBA defense. They have to be taught it. So, yeah, does, does Patrick Williams or Okoro have a little more to work with? Does Isaac have a little more oomph? Yes. Bruce Pearl push him a little more? Yes. But most of these guys come into the league and they don't know NBA defense. Yeah. And they have to be it- taught it. It seems like a lot of the learning curve is do you want to learn? Because Bam didn't come in and wasn't instantly what we saw in the NBA playoffs. People think, oh, he's amazing. Well, it took a few years. And Jonathan Isaac in Orlando was maybe the defensive player of the year in the league this year. And it's like he he didn't come into the league like that. Do you want to learn? Which brings us to LaMelo Ball. Do yeah. you think he wants to buy in and learn, or is he all about his Instagram page and highlights and 40-foot Depends points? on what team he goes to. If he goes to Golden State, he'll have to learn. If he goes to – if he sli- if he slides – not this is not out of the realm of possibility now. If he slides to eight in New York. Eight? Yeah. If he slides wow. – if he slid. If he okay. slid. Here's what I think is going to happen. Um, the team that if, – if he doesn't go one, I think he's going three or eight. Because mm. I think Chicago, Chicago – I think I, – and the only reason I think he goes three is because the Hornets need life. They need yeah. energy. <laughs> they need something to talk about. And so I think LaMelo might fit there because he is a great passer and a six seven point guard. And maybe he is Jason Kidd. Um, I don't think he is. Yeah. But maybe, you know, maybe he gives you that excitement early. You know, again, there's things about his game I don't like. Yeah. It's not his personality because I think he's a good kid. Let me ask you this, Fran, regarding Charlotte. Okay, they've got two guards in Rozier and And, Graham. Two guys who were dogs to get where they are, right? A very underrated. I don't even know if Graham was drafted. We know Scary Terry in Boston was basically willing to fight anybody. Yeah. Are they going to mesh with LaMelo Ball, who I don't know if he has that dog. I don't know if he has a dog either. I I, I saw Devontae for four years in the Big 12, and he's got dog. Now, 
here's the deal. It's a good backcourt, okay? It's it's mm-hmm. not an elite backcourt. Um, yeah. Devontae made a huge jump this year. Terry Rozier in his career has been solid, right? Mm-hmm. Moments of brilliance, but really just a solid player. So, yeah. no, if, if Michael Jordan uh, feels that Lamelo can upgrade their team backcourt, remember, you're not talking about a team with five guys. You need nine or ten. So I think both of those guys would fit with LaMelo if that's the way they go. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they do pass up on LaMelo that they take a guy like a Kongwu. That's why mm. you're hearing the noise about them trying to trade up to one to get that pick because they love Wiseman, apparently. Wiseman. Okay, so let, let, let's break down this slide. So if LaMelo doesn't go three, right. the Bulls who have a new GM, uh, the, kid, the guy from Denver. Car- Carnish- Arturis Karnishevis. Right. He's Seton Hall guy, right? He is. I coached against him. Yeah. Yeah. Good, yeah. I remember that. PJ, um, PJ Carlissimo. He, yeah. The final uh, four against Michigan, maybe. Well, he came Robinson. after. He came. Oh, after. he was after that. You're okay. thinking of Andrew Gaze from Australia. Gaze. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But Great Artie, Artie Arturis came a little bit after. And, uh, you know, and, and certainly, you know, was a great player in Europe and is, is going to be a good GM. Um, a- so any idea what he may want to do for the Bulls? Well, I don't think he would take Denny Avdia because of the international connection, although they had that in Denver, right? Right, right. They, they did a great job in Denver with Nurkic first yeah. and Jokic and, you know, a couple other guys. No, I, I think that backcourt with Kobe White, um, Chris Dunn has become a solid player. He's, you know, he's not what he was when he was drafted so high, but he's solid. Yeah. I, you know, marketing, we're not sure about whether he's on the block. I, I've heard that Denny Avdia is a safe pick there for them. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. So then, yeah. you know, I suppose we could see, you're right, LaMelo falling to eight. Now, LaMelo in New York feels like a bit of a train wreck. Uh, I got to be honest. Yeah. Uh, leadership questions, you know, we yeah. know uh, they got a new front office there. The owner's a nightmare. You're hearing Russell Westbrook stuff. Yeah. That would be a bad fit for LaMelo. I mean, I'm sure his father would love it. Yeah. Well, you know, it depends on how well... Leon Rose and his crew evaluate the draft, right? You know, because like you know, like I, 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 I'll be honest. I have a lot of friends in the league, and I have an utmost respect for most of the people in this league. But I do hear horror stories about the lack of preparation on. The t- so whatever. No, I, I think he's likely to go to Charlotte, and we can end it there. Mm. But if not, like I, Detroit would make sense. But I hear, I hear they love Patrick Williams. You Interesting, know, from, Patrick from Williams in Detroit. Yeah. All right, so let's hear some of the uh, some risers that you may know about. A guy I asked you about before the podcast, Desmond Bain. Yeah. Uh, I know a couple trainers out here in LA who have been raving about this kid. Uh, he didn't get a ton of hype in college, yeah. but I guess through this process, he's really enhanced his chances. Well, I love Desmond as a kid. He's an amazing story. Um, you know, only major offer was TCU. You ready for this? Raised by his great grandparents. Whoa. Not his grandparents. His great grandparents raised him out of Richmond, Indiana. So I've watched Desmond from the day he got the TCU. Um, I'm really happy for him because he's rising beyond my expectations. I had Desmond picked as as pegged as a end of roster, maybe rotation guy. That, that mm-hmm. would mean like second round. But I hear I hear the buzz, and what he does is he's a great open shooter. Um, he's not an alpha dog, which is kind of interesting because. At TCU as a senior, even though he was one of the best players in the Big 12, they needed him to be a ball hog, and that's just not how he plays. So actually, yeah. his value to an NBA team may be enhanced by the fact that he yes. fits in. Because he's a great shooter, he's a competitor. He's small. He's only got a 6'4 wingspan. Mm-hmm. But attitude, character, work ethic, competitiveness, off the charts, 
just not a super uh, supersized NBA athlete. And at six foot four, I'm I'm thrilled for him if he goes in the first round because he deserves it. Right. I don't have him that high. Okay. Let's. Uh, I want your thoughts. Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson really yes. were incredible in the playoffs for the Heat. Mm-hmm. Duncan Robinson. I mean, what a story that guy is. Are there any guys of that level who you can see in this draft? Maybe a GM says, you know what? We need a Duncan Robinson or a Tyler Hero, someone who other people aren't seeing. I mean, Tyler Hero looks like that guy should have gone top five, right? I mean, yeah. what a year he had. Well, here's the interesting thing about that. Um, let's 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 analyze this. Not all player development in the NBA is created equally. Yes. Okay. We talk. Oh, he's a bell. Oh, yeah, my Cleveland just hired a new player development staff, or you know, Milwaukee just hired this guy's great player development guy. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, no, <laughs> seriously, because uh, not everybody is equally yeah. like not everybody's Jerry West picking picking players. Not everybody is. Let's just say, uh, you know, uh, Nick Nurse as a coach. Yeah. I'm just using Nick as an example. He's the hot coach right now. Um, and same thing with player development. So in Miami, what you're looking at is an amazing job that they did, not only with those two guys. How about Kendrick Nunn? Oh, yeah. You know, I, you know so like give those guys credit in Miami. Um, so, you know, here's a guy that probably – I don't know if he fits exactly that mold, but I like to break stereotypes, right? Because you just mentioned two white guys, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, like, okay. I remember Mark Jones and I at the Combine one year – uh, Pat Connaughton had the highest vertical, mm, and I made this up on the air. I said, Jonesy, you told me at breakfast this morning he was the most athletic guy here, right? Because, you know, that's a throwaway line that people go, this kid's an athlete? So yeah. here's what I'll tell you who I think is underrated. Cassius Stanley from Duke. Oh. See, he jumps out of the gym. He was an AAU right. YouTube sensation, and he's been hiding in plain sight. He played at Duke this year, probably yeah. averaged 12 points a game. Great athlete. That's not why he'll play in a league. Good shooter to, with a chance to be a great three-point shooter. And what I, what I liked about him this year is he had defensive awareness. He wasn't afraid to get down and dirty. And that kid is likely not going in the first round. Um, I, would, I would peg him as, a, as a, like a 20 to 30 guy. But I like Cassius Stanley. I like him more than all these other guys that the mock drafts have. Like my buddy Desmond Bain. Mm-hmm. who, you know, everybody now is suddenly flavor of the month, Go, you know, got him. I mean, I had one one mock draft, had him at 12, Desmond Bain. Oh, that's a little high. That's a little well, and But my again, point is, you know this game, Fran. A lot of yeah. the agents have influence. Oh, and they start reaching uh-huh. out to people and the yeah. trainers. And they. it's almost like a cottage industry now. Like, can you work over the media and get them yes. to pump up your guy? Don't, don't be surprised. There have been people in the past that will, they will go nameless who do these things, these mock drafts, who take money from agents. Oh, geez. Come hey, on. <laughs> that's not uh, good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, but see, that's fine. I mean, but that's my point. Like, I, I what, what makes me feel good sometimes, because I don't get these right 50% of the time. Nobody does, yeah. No, of course, of course. But what I do is I'll say, am I wrong on so-and-so to an NBA team? No, don't worry about the mock drafts. We got this kid pegged like 14th, you know. Right. I'll give you another kid, Zeke Najali at Arizona. Yeah, I've said, yeah, I, ha- I don't know him that well. Well, you know, early in the season, he was the flavor of November last year. Right. Seven foot nearly. I think he's measured it. He might have measured it at 6'11". Long wingspan, defensive toughness, um, can play away. He's going to be able to stretch the floor like a Channing Fry, to use an Arizona guy as an example. Yeah, yeah. And I don't see him very rarely in anybody's top 30. 
I've talked to a couple teams who said, oh, shh, don't tell anybody. You know, we got them, at, <laughs> we got them here, you know. Love it. So that's, that's kind of what I like to do because um, I don't like to do mock drafts myself because I know it's so contingent on trades and, and, and fits and, uh, and what I think is the talent. Like, I got, if, I, if I were the Knicks, I'd take Sadiq Bay and call it a day. At you know? Eight? Yeah, wow. why? I mean, I mean, I like Bay. Wow, that's, well, that's what I'm okay. saying. Like, I want an NBA player at eight. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want a mystifying project. That. Yeah, they got enough projects. Wanna, Mitchell Robinson. Yeah, I don't want Alexi Pokashevsky, who's two years away from being two nah. years away. <laughs> you know, seriously, I haven't used that line in a, a yeah. Long that's time. your class. That but great. like, I he's the he. No, I'm. I watched him. You can't put him in an NBA game for a while. Yeah, I know. And so to use Sadiq as an example, and I'm a little biased because yes. of my Villanova connection. But I'll tell you what you got to do. And this is true in all decision-making in life. you got to take your bias out of things. And I have to tell myself, do you just like Sadiq because you know how Jalen and Pascal and DiVincenzo have done and Josh Hart and yeah. your son's coaching there? And I say, no. I, I, I watched him on film all last weekend, and I'm like, holy crap. Are you kidding me? Yeah. You, you can put him, even if he's never an all-star, he's going to be a fourth or fifth starter on a good team. Yeah. And so that's how I look at it. Like, give me Sadiq Bay in New York. We suck. We need players. We need more draft picks. We need Tibbs to coach him up. We need RJ to get a jump shot. We got Mitchell Robinson, maybe. They got nobody else. Yeah. Um, Fred, I want to pivot away from the draft. Before we get to one NBA question, I got to ask this. So, yes. you know, this pandemic, it's seven months of uh, crap. Essentially, yeah. I'm out here in California and kids' sports are completely shut down. Yeah. So, you know, we started a rogue basketball game for my fourth grade son and second grade daughter. Yeah. And we, it's like a pickup game. A couple yeah. dads are like, listen, we'll wear masks. We'll let the kids play. We'll do temperature checks. Yeah. I'm just curious. A lot of kids have the potential to fall behind right now in youth yeah. sports, given what's going on. Yes. And as a former coach, you know, you got two kids who you raised great by basketball. What advice would you give dads, as we have a lot of dads listening, right now to keep the kids into sports so they don't just sit in front of a screen all the damn time or yeah. play video games eight hours a day? A oh. Anything you could say to get them out there? Yeah, it's a great question. You know, it's, it's a really good question. I think, first of all, one of the things I enjoyed with my sons when we were younger, when they were younger, and by the way, one's 5'11", one's 5'10". They, they both played college basketball, but they were... They were gym rats. They weren't great athletes. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things I would do is get them out of the house, get them on the playground. If you got a gym you can go to, great. And I'm, I'm using basketball as an example, but for all sports. Right. The other thing is this. Um, when it comes to teaching your kids the games, sports, no more than 75 minutes. Like, don't be the dad that's out there five hours. Okay? <laughs> to, to me, it was always about 75 minutes because I wanted to develop a love of the game from – for my boys and not a drudgery. Okay. So our, my thing was 75 minutes and they were, come on, dad, stay a little longer. No, you guys stay in the gym. I'll come back and get you or tell your friends to come over. I'll work them out. Then you can play three on three. So I, I think the one thing is some, some dads right now who love sports are going, Oh, great. You know, we're, we're, we're doing the virtual schooling. So I got all this time to work with my kid. You do, but pick your spots. Don't do yeah. it to the point where they get tired of you. But the other thing is, I think what you're doing is great, you know, safely come up with ways to maybe there's a dad that has an expertise has been a former college football player. So have a flag football tournament, mm. you know, where you're outside with the masks under the adults and the likelihood is the kids can't pick up the virus. At least that's what we've been told being outside. So I think you got to use your imagination 
keep them busy within the protocols of what's safe. Certainly. But have uh, fun, uh, man. Have fun. Yeah, and get them out that, there running around. That's good stuff. Final question on the NBA. It seems like James Harden yeah. may get traded to the Nets. I, I'm just curious to your, to your thoughts. Kyrie, KD, James Harden, can that work? Can they win a title? It's a perfect place for this to happen because mm. the Nets have all the assets. Houston is Houston is a train wreck, you know? <laughs> Seriously, they are. They Everybody knows it. Uh, to Daryl to Morey, you know, did some great things there, wheeling a deal in 73 trades. But when you see what he left behind, the future is bleak. It is. No draft picks, uh, aging stars. So I think this makes sense because if you look in New York right now, you have – Spencer Dinwiddie, you have Karis LeVert, you have Joe Harris, maybe you have uh, Jared Allen. They want to they start DeAndre, and Jared Allen might be expendable, right? They have draft picks. So to me, it kind of makes sense for Houston to do this because they have to start from scratch. I don't think in the West, given just James and Russell, and give Russell credit because he played hurt in the bubble, so we didn't see the real Russell, but – if they want to start over, I think now is the time to do it. They may not want to do it and run it back, but I would start over because I would, assume, I would, I would capture as many assets going forward as possible. Be bad now because the West is loaded. Totally agree. But wait, what about the Nets? Can the Nets win a title with those three? Oh, that's, now that's a question I didn't answer for you. Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, can they get to the finals? Of course. Yeah. The talent is, is crazy. Too many ball is too many ball guys who are needy. Well, listen, you know, uh, I've watched KD since his freshman year at t- Texas, playing for my yeah. my former boss Rick Barnes. He's a great guy. Uh, Kyrie seems to be a great guy. Uh, James Harden never gets in trouble away from the court. These are good guys. Yeah, basketball wise, given <laughs> that it's a chemistry sport, I think they could win it, but I think they would be miserable doing it. Ooh, How's that? miserable. Yeah, I think okay. they could uh, win a title with yeah. that team, but they wouldn't. It wouldn't be a dynasty. Interesting. All right, Fran Fraschilla, everybody, obviously follow him on social <laughs> media. And again, eighteen hours of NBA draft coverage on series. Fran, thanks a lot for your time. Jason, it's always a pleasure talking to you, man. I, I, I mean that. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Hey, it's Kevin Hart. In this basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back all my game tickets. Plus, tickets for 23 of my biggest fans to cheer me on while I enjoy the game. Find your seat. I appreciate the support, people. Eat that pretzel. This'll never get old. Use more napkins. Okay, this is starting to get old. Say the tagline. Cash back like a pro with Chase Freedom Unlimited. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. An October morning in a quiet suburb in a town in Scotland. A man is walking his dog when suddenly shots are fired from a car. The man falls to the ground and the car speeds off. 
an ordinary residential area, but extraordinary things happen in ordinary places. The instinct right away was it was a political thing. We're talking about Russian trained, high ranking officer in the Secret Service. An Assassin Comes to Town, a six part podcast. Available now wherever you get your podcasts. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer, like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. Hmm. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.